Welcome to the Deep Bible Studies podcast, where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. I am your host, Claudia Rivera Guevara, and today we will be going through the first part of John 7, 37 through 39. So this passage is titled Rivers of Living Water. And so before we get started, I want to give an overview of what we will see and what rests from this chapter of John, chapter seven. And so right now we will see what Jesus states in the resting verses in the coming weeks, and we will see different reactions from the crowds. For example, we will see the convinced, uh, the against, the militant, the perplexed, and the religious authorities. So let's begin with what Jesus states. Verse 37 says, On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And so there actually isn't a specific passage, believe it or not, of scripture that this was taken from, but rather various passages of scripture in the Old Testament that speak about the flowing of living water from the temple of New Jerusalem and the giving of the Holy Spirit to believers, such as, for example, Ezekiel 47, which says, Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and behold, water was issuing from below the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the house to the outer gates that faced toward the east. And behold, the water was trickling out on the south side. Another verse is in Zechariah 13.1, which says, On that day there shall be a fountain opened for the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and uncleanliness. The next verse is in Zechariah 14.8, which says, On that day living waters shall flow out from Jerusalem, half of them to the eastern sea and half of them to the western sea. It shall continue in summer as in winter. In a very well-known passage in Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27, it says, this is God speaking, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols I will cleanse you and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit and I will put within you and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. So salvation here is people being redeemed and cleansed with water. It's kind of the the message that we see in each passage of scripture or verse that we just talked about. So this means the Holy Spirit is in them. So as we will see in the passage after this, specifically in Ezekiel 36, As we see in the following verses, the land, which was normally desolate, actually becomes beautiful and a fruitful garden because of the water and the Holy Spirit that is in the believers. Verses 33 through 36 say, Thus says the Lord God, On the day that I cleanse you from all of your iniquities, I will cause the cities to be inhabited, and the waste places shall be rebuilt, and the land that was desolate shall be tilled, instead of being the desolation that it was in the sight of all who passed by. And they will say, this land that was desolate has become a beautiful garden of Eden. And the waste and the desolate and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. 
Then the nations that are left all around you shall know that I am the Lord. I have built the ruined places and replanted that which was desolate. I am the Lord. I have spoken and I will do it. So we can clearly see that the rivers of living water result from the indwelling work of the Spirit in believers' hearts. And as a result, the water gives life. That is the living water that Jesus is talking about and what a beautiful picture it is and even a more mind-blowing reality. The Holy Spirit guides, convicts, reminds, refreshes, renews, and directs us. It is a kindness of God, the Holy Spirit, that leads us to repentance. And in his sermon regarding the rivers from the heart, John Piper shares his prayer to God by saying, my prayer for us all is that God the Spirit might make us thirsty for Jesus, that he might remove the calluses from the taste buds of our heart and cause us to drink deep and savor the magnificence of Jesus who fills all of history past and embodies all the glorious hope of the future. Because if the Spirit will do this for us, we have it in the word of Jesus that our hearts will flow with rivers of living water. And that is all we crave above all. It's a beautiful picture because he not only gave his life for us, no, but he satisfies and he holds us forever. And the Holy Spirit is the helper that guides us and leads us into sanctification. It's not just you become a Christian. Okay, now just wait to heaven. Awesome. Heaven is beautiful and we're going to get to experience that. But now also we get to live in this life. And even though the, the land is desolate now, Christ has beat death and he will beat death once and for all when he comes. So we're living. We're living now with this river of living water flowing out and just seeking more of him and his word. And so I think that's a beautiful picture of the living water. Like you're thirsty, but you're getting water and water and it's flowing. It's everlasting. And so let's just finish off with verse 39, which says, now this he said about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive for as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified the glorified aspect which we will talk about this all next episode but what is basically being said here is the crucifixion and the resurrection and the ascension he had not been yet glorified and this is what we see in pentecost and acts when the holy spirit comes to the believers and it's now indwelling in the believers um, which is us too here now we realize that we see God's provision and we see the fact that he has not left us alone and that is the living water that is being spoken about here. So I really didn't even need to explain anything because, I mean, the scripture explained it itself because God's word is just authoritative and self-sufficient and it's beautiful. Well, that is all we have for today. So we will see you guys on Friday. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram, at Deep Bible Studies, and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.